listening to the real WTH library. We are back for episode two of Dos. the real WTH library. You've, you've already heard that though. Yeah, that's new too. Yeah, at Those the time of, of this recording, yeah, at the time of this, this recording, that just finished. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Um, so we're we're back here. Uh, we're trying something new, going over the book still. Um, the book is called Play Dead by Ted Decker. Um, first episode we went through the prologue and one, two, and three. Yep. And now we're gonna go through chapters four, five, and six. And actually, I just talked about this with Tommy earlier. We might have a guest on the show who has read, well, who has listened to the book already. So do you consider that not reading the book still? Okay. I mean, not with him, but yes. So I, so I never read it or um, no. because I listened to it? No. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't count. Then I haven't read a book for a while then. Yeah. <laughs> Failure. Um. So do you remember what happened in chapter three? Uh, yeah, back here. let me go back. To um, my that one was about Angie, who is the person who wrote the book Righteous. Um, and that was uh, Derry was talking to her about staying off of virtual reality for a while. Um, she ended up having one of the whiteouts. Let's see what. A, oh, that's the end of my notes for that chapter. Let me see if uh, I have something on there for that. Okay. Um, don't know why I don't have notes for chapter three. Oh, chapter three was a very, was very a, quick one. Very, very short, very short yeah. one. Um, but before that, I mean, you got introduced to Randy. Um, he's the detective working on the case of the two um, children. Well, high school students that were killed. He also had his daughter and wife killed in an accident. That was a result of VR. Well, I don't know if it's VR, but hacking. Basically, someone hacked into a car and they were crazy and killed his wife and daughter. But I mean, basically, all all that you've found out so far is that Claire and Timothy are deadheads, which are the people that go way deep into virtual reality. Um, Randy's the detective working on their case. Um, Angie is a person who has written a book previously about vr technology and the dangers and the 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 pros and cons of vr um but she's a deadhead herself but she's closet, a closet, closet deadhead. deadhead yeah nobody knows who she is which i think you find out later maybe i think one only one person knows one yes Derek, her, hus her husband her husband um but chapter four let's see uh it goes back to randy um, he, I, I, uh, my notes are not that good because it's on a very small sheet, but I think he is talking with, um, the chief of police. Is that correct? Uh, he's talking with, uh, I don't know if it's the chief of police, but he's talking with a DA, Andrew Olson. So the district attorney. And, and I the, think the chief of police is there. And the I'm lead, sure. the lead prosecutor, Bill Evans as well. Yep. Yep. And, so they come to the conclusion that this murder was done by a novice for some reason, which Randy does not think so. Um, Randy thinks a pro staged the entire thing to make it look like 
Jamie Hamilton. Have we talked about him yet? We haven't talked about Jamie yet. Okay, so Jamie Hamilton is the person that Claire and Timothy were messaging before the murder happened. Um, we'll get into it more, but Jamie Hamilton has his own issues in life. And, and he wanted to, there was some, uh, they were able to find um, some text messages or something between them. On the phone that was left at the scene. Which, which, which seemed like it was staged on purpose. Yeah. yeah. And it was, Jamie wanted to go deeper into like a deep dive in the VR and then um, I think uh, Claire was like, I don't really want to, but Jamie was kind of pushing it. So it kind of made him come across, um, I guess, very aggressive yeah. in, in that situation. But I mean, you'll find out more about Jamie Hamilton later on. Right. That makes it make sense. Right. Um, but Bill Evans, you mentioned him. Who's he? The prosecutor? Lead, lead prosecutor. So um, he mentions in this chapter the fact that the governor is running for president and that person is pushing for more regs on virtual reality. Right. So, you know, kind of in a way suspicious because it's like you're pushing for more regs and then all of a sudden the state that you live in has this this murder happened that has to do with VR or that's what the narrative is so far. Just it's, it's kind of fishy to me. The whole thing is like a back and forth between the DA, the lead prosecutor, the chief of police and Randy. That's basically what chapter four is. Right. We're going and over all the stuff that they have so far. Randy thinks one way, the DA police, uh, chief of police and, um, the prosecutor are thinking another way. Right. And and there was a couple of things that uh, were setting like a um, scenery, I guess you'd say in this chapter, the very beginning of it, they're talking about how the fish population was depleted and one third of all the life forms have vanished on earth. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're It's obviously in the distant future, um, but they're showing like it's 2050 ish. Yeah. And it's, but it's not, the world at its best. They did mention, uh, you know, they were going through some CSI photos of the crime scene. Um, I think we mentioned this in one of the previous chapters that um, Randy's mentioned that he didn't think they were killed there. They were killed elsewhere and brought there. Yeah. Cause there was no blood, lack of blood, but there was an unseeing eye that was on them. Do you remember that? No. Uh, so the unseeing eye is basically um, the triangle um, with an eye in it like an eyeball that you see like on a dollar bill. Oh, I thought it was just an eye. No, it, they called it the unseeing eye. So if you remember national treasure, they're talking about the unseeing eye. See the whole time they've been saying the unseen eye. I just thought it was an eyeball with no pupil. Right. Um, well, there's a couple pictures on, on, on Google that show it both ways. Okay. Um, now I've always pr- saw the triangle, the unseeing eye as like, um, some sort I of thought like, that was the all seeing eye. I just typed in unseeing eye in Google. Are you sure that's, that's not the all seeing eye? I just typed an unseeing eye in Google uh, with with images, and I'm seeing pictures of the trying the the dollar bill. Let me let me see. I could I could be wrong. Let me try all seeing and see what pops up. If more, okay. So maybe you're right. So that's, that's what I thought. I thought that the tri- the pyramid with the eye on top was the all seeing. Okay, so you're right. That's the all seeing eye, the one you're talking about. When the unseeing eye, it popped up the same image, but this one 
there's only a few images that popped up with the unseeing eye. So therefore, I don't know what the unseeing eye is. So <laughs> I think it's just an eyeball that's basically blind somehow. Okay. That's um, what I think it is. They do confirm that Randy is old school. He doesn't know a lot about VR video games technology. He's got he's, an old truck. Yeah, he's an he's old school. Up. They said he has a flip phone, I think, still. Does, yes. Um, he's very old school, which which is setting a which precedent. I can't, I can't believe those phones are still going. I know in 2050, you know. Yeah. Bet you it's Nokia, man. Those things are indestructible. Whoa. But he he basically that, that's setting a precedent, I think, for that he's he he's going to rely on old school detective work and not so much on letting technology guide him. And I think it mentions prior that there's certain calls that they don't even pay attention to. Yeah. It's like 30% of calls is what they actually go to. Yeah. Or something like that. And the, uh, the other ones, they just don't pay any attention to at all. And they did, and they did say that there was some paranoia between Tim and Claire, um, mainly between the texts through with Jamie Hamilton, yeah. which therefore um, put Jamie Hamilton as a uh, suspect number one, I guess you would say uh, that they want to question. Yeah. Um, and then th- there was a little bit of a, a black market type thing for the VR um, with um, deadheading and stuff like that to yeah. where if you were to, and I think they touch on that in chapter five, I'm not sure we meet another character, um, but where, you you get deeper into uh when it when it comes to like bitcoin cryptocurrency um the um dark net it gets very confusing um but what they're saying is is like the black market is essentially all that in one so you, you kind of that's the world they run in it's it's just a virtual world where anything goes but there's there's, there's basic virtual and then there's there's deadheading. There's an underground virtual, yeah. which is basically yeah. like you said, deadheading. Um, I think that's it for chapter four. It is. Um, you get into chapter five and it goes back to Angie, who is the person that wrote the book before and was part of the red protocol experiment. I guess you could call it where she went under. And again, red protocol, the way she did it, like most of the time you have at least like invisible tattoos on your skin to help with the VR um, or a bodysuit, something like that. Red protocol requires none of that. Yeah. Um, It's just straight. It puts you under and you're in a virtual world and you have no idea what is virtual and what's real. Um, So apparently she's having nightmares in this chapter. I can't remember what it was about. Maybe you can help me with that. Um, gosh, I can't remember the nightmare, what it, what it was about. I just know she was having nightmares. I remember that. Um, and then she ends up recognizing Jamie Hamilton as the boy she saw in a flashback. And she thought it was her son while she was in red protocol. Right. That's where the, this which is-, is weird because she's, she's like 27, right? Yeah. And Jamie's what, like sixteen? Yeah, he's uh like a little little less than eighteen. So, yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, he's over eighteen. I think he's nineteen. 
Yeah, I think you know you're right because he is an adult. Yeah, um, yeah, he's nineteen. Um, but she's she's in her late twenties, like twenty seven, twenty eight, something like that. So Angie wants to find out more about what's going on with the Oak Hill murders, and she wants to find out more about Jamie specifically because she recognized him from one of her flashbacks. It's like a premonition had. almost. Yeah. So she goes into VR and talks to one of her people that she talks to a lot um, named Teo. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I know we had a a difference in Decker's other books with uh, Elyon. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. The lion. Yeah. Yeah. Elyon. So she goes and talks to Teo and he... He's he's like the know-all of things VR. He's always in. Um, but he doesn't give he, up information easily. He doesn't. So he tells her, yeah, I'll give you some information on Fluffy Puppy, which is uh, Jamie Hamilton, um, as long as you go and play this new level that I made in this VR game with me. Yeah. And at first she's like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. And then she's like, oh, you know what? What will it hurt? So she actually goes in and does the game after she gets, I mean, it's, it's not that good of information on Jamie Hamilton either, you know? Right. There was very little. Yeah. Very, <laughs> I was surprised very little. By that. And then she like gives in and she's like, you know what? I just want to play basically. Yeah. Well, I um, like it. But the, the, the one thing she did get out of it was Teo said, I think Jamie Hamilton is a programmer. Yeah. So now, and this chapter starts off because um, the way Decker writes is he'll, he'll give you like a little bit of like a background on the, the people. And then they'll get into the story a little bit more background than the story. So yeah. basically he kind of describes Angie and Derry's marriage a little bit that they wore the same pajamas and, um, and everything. And for a while. Yeah. And then um, like one of them doesn't wear pajamas. One does or something. And they're like, Hey, why don't you try wearing pajamas? And they tried it for a little bit and then it. Yeah. And, and that they, they, they laugh together. So it seemed like they had a pretty good marriage. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so, um, but Angie finds out about uh, the two victims, Tim and Claire being deadheads. And she was like shocked by it. Cause you know, she's, you know, actively, you know, or secretly actively involved in that community. So to have it be one of her own, she's like, what? So, and then the news somehow got wind that Jamie was the third player in the game between Tim and Claire and they outed it. So that's when um, Angie was like, and I think they might've shown a picture of him on. And she's like, that's the kid from my dream or whatever. And she's like, that looks like that. And then, so she wanted to go a little bit deeper. So she gets on like the dark net and everything to interview players for her book. She's still working on another book. Um, And then those of you that don't want the dark net is, it's basically a computer network with restricted access that is used chiefly for illegal peer-to-peer file sharing. Um, it's not like BitTorrents where it's like, I'm going to send you an entire album. It's something completely different. You know, it's, it's bad stuff. And it's, I, I don't even think you could even like, if I was like, how to log on the dark net, I don't even think there's a way for me to log on. It's not like just like a website that you go to darknet.com. It's like, you need to like have a specialized something. It's, yeah. But what I did like is I described the uh the deep dive rig, like the chair. Oh, they did. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was pretty that, cool. Initially, she goes in just with the headset on, and that was when she talked to Teo. You you see that uh, her name is Loverboy. Yeah, on, which is like a it's like a encryption key that she has. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then Teo's like trying to convince her, hey, you need to play my game. I'll give you info. And she's like, nah. And then she finally gives in. She's like, all right, hold on. Let me get my suit on. Because she ends up backing out of VR and getting her suit on, then going in and playing the game. And she ends up spending what seems like 30 minutes in the game with him, but it ends up being like seven hours. Yeah, it was hours. And yeah. then Derry was like, I think originally he's like, you know, you can't be doing that because um, he knows that it affects her for the, yeah. the whiteouts. But she had no whiteouts. Yeah. During that time. Um, and it says, uh, so uh, she wanted to remain anonymous. And that's why we, we mentioned, you briefly mentioned that Jamie's handle was fluffy puppy us like you and I in the video game community, it's called gamer tags. Yeah. So my gamer tag is bald. Tommy yours is W border 11. You know, we yeah. have, we have, we don't want to put our real name out there, but we just give us a funny name. It's basically like your username. Um, but you know, you hear a name like fluffy puppy, you think, Oh, it's probably a kid or a lover boy. You think that's probably a, a boy, but in in reality, it's someone completely different. Yeah. Um, so when you're meeting tail, you're like, well, who's tail? Like, we don't know yeah. if that's his real name or is this his gamer tag, but they were describing that the deep dive, um, it, it was like a, there was a rush. So, so this VR community, it's kind of like a, like a drug. So in a way, that's why it's so big. They compare it to um, what they say. Um, uh, can't even uh, I'll read my own writing. Uh, food, sex, sports, drugs, and politics. So yeah. basically, like the the same rush you get from eating food, um, sexual encounters, playing sports, doing drugs, or even talking politics, like the passion between between it. That's what this rush is of a deep dive. And they said that you won't die in a um, in a deep dive. Uh, like, so say you fall off a cliff, you won't die, but you'll feel it. Yeah. Because of the suit. Um, but there, I, I, I can't remember when it comes out, but there are studies in this book where it suggests that if you do enough stuff in virtual reality, it will start to manifest in reality. Right. You, it'll kind of take over your life, which, yes. which, which is and funny it will change things. Because in the Sam and Sarah episode, where you guys were talking about dreams and dying in dreams and running in your dream and like getting caught, someone catching you. And like, because you said, like, if you fall off a cliff, like if you die in your dream, do you really die in real life? You yeah. know, because every time I've had a dream and I've fallen off a cliff, I've always woken up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So it, it, it's really, uh, it, it's strange. It, 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 that was, it was a good chapter to set um, an example of, the world of VR of invest, I guess I'd say uh, VR investigations, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, from a journalist slash author perspective. That was a good one. Yeah. Then we get into chapter six and I wrote quite a bit on this one. Hopefully I can make sense of my notes. Um, so in this chapter, Randy and Rachel, which is Rachel's Randy's partner, they go and talk to Claire's parents um, basically what I got out of that was her parents said, Claire's basically a neat freak. She keeps everything in order. Her room was all out of order and there was red clay dirt on the floor, which could have matched where 
Claire and Timothy were murdered. Right. I mean, that's that's basically all I got out of that. Um, the the big part is when they go and interview Jamie's mom and Jamie. Karina. Yes. Karina is Jamie's mom. Um, you find out from Karina that Jamie has autism. He's on the spectrum, is what it says. Or I mean, you you talk to his mom and it, it's it's a typical for me, it was like a typical thing where it's like, oh, this is my boy. And it's almost like the parent doesn't realize that their kid has a type of right like a learning disability or social disorder or something like that it's like they're the greatest person ever and everyone is out to get them basically and um that's that's what i got from his mom um once they start talking to jamie um you notice randy says man jamie doesn't show any sign of remorse like right. most people who would have killed two people would show something while you're talking to them. And Jamie shows absolutely nothing. Like at one point he mentions like Claire and Timothy were killed yeah. and Jamie's like, Oh, they died in the game in the game. He didn't, he wasn't really thinking outside of the game. Yeah. It was, it was all VR to him. Um, but uh, was it, what did I write here? Oh, eventually during the interview with Jamie, Randy's like, "Hey, what's in your closet?" Jamie gets really scared for some reason and doesn't want him looking there because he says it's messy. Which, when Randy went into Jamie's room, everything had its place. Like even he was folding clothes before Randy got in there, and they were folded on the bed. But he was like freaking out about where to put them while he was talking to Randy. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, you, you, you shouldn't go in there because it's messy. Randy ends up opening the closet and inside the closet, he finds a mobile rig, which Jamie said, no, I don't have one of those. And he was surprised that and it his was mom said Jamie we didn't was. have one either. And his mom was yeah. like, where'd you get that? Yeah. And Jamie was like, I don't know where that came from, basically. Which is obviously something a, a suspect would say, oh, it's not mine. Yeah. Yeah. But then you think about it, Jamie's on the spectrum, you know? Right. Like most of the time, people, depending on the severity, but most of the time they tell the truth, you know? Right. Or the truth as they see it. From what I've, um, from all the people that are on autism that I've met and known, they're very forthright. They yeah. actually, they're actually more truthful and honest than most people because they don't have yeah. that filter. So that's what I got from this is like, you know, he's probably telling the truth, but a lot of people don't understand that understand that spectrum either. Yeah. Um, he finds the rig and he also finds muddy boots, which have the same type of dirt, clay, mud that the murder scene had on them, which in my mind at this point, I'm thinking like, you know what? He wanted them to play the game, you know? And he said, hey, meet me here and bring some rigs so that we can play that doesn't automatically associate with me that he killed them. Right. That associates that, yes, he contacted them at some point in that park and they played a game, but who knows what happened? You know, it doesn't, it doesn't sell it for me, but um, this is the future and everything that, that Randy and uh, Rachel are saying and what, uh, what's her name? Karina, Karina, the mom. Yeah. And Jamie, 
are saying is being recorded and people are listening to it real time at the station. And once they hear about all this stuff, um, the Randy's like, Oh, I know that they're coming to get him right now because they have enough evidence to hold him. This, this whole chapter is basically set in like Jamie's room with Randy yeah. and Karina and the three of them. I think uh, what's her face was in the room too. Um, what was her name? Uh, Randy's Rachel, Rachel. She was in the room too. So, I think. so when Randy and Rachel were initially talking to Karina before that happened, Randy said, Hey, make sure you keep her with you. And cause I want to talk to Jamie alone. So initially that's what happens. Something is like Karina was about to go back there with him to talk with Jamie. And he's like, you know what? Rachel has some more questions for you. Uh, while she's doing that, I'm going to talk to Jamie type of thing. So for most of the interview, it's just Randy and Jamie. Right. And then Karina comes in basically when he finds the stuff in the closet. Right. Now the thing that um, about like this right here, this scene is you have they they basically say that jamie has autism okay all right so in the way autism is like kind of weird because like you could be i could be talking to an autistic person about playing music they have no interest in it whatsoever or they have a lot of interest or they have a lot of interest and my cousin he is like a savant when it comes to piano music and uh uh-huh just that like he can listen to something for about 15 seconds and play it on the piano doesn't yeah. matter what it is rap he can play rap on the piano that's kind of cool <laughs> yeah um, it's crazy but the thing is is so like when 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 you're reading uh this chapter and and randy's asking jamie questions you you said earlier like he's all hey they died in the they died and he's like in the game he only he's only thinking about the game he's not thinking about anything else because what matters to him is this game so i have right here in front of me um just to give you an idea that people who famous people who've had who have autism um you have um tom cruise dan Aykroyd, uh daryl hannah um jerry seinfeld is one um then you have um like we could go to even more famous people um you have uh tim burton lewis carroll who wrote alice in wonderland Charles Darwin, Emily Dickinson, Albert Einstein, Bobby Fischer. Um, even we could go down to Michael. Tom Cruise not have it. I don't think so. He's I just weird. He did. He's not on this list. He might be. But I mean, you even have go down here to Nikola Tesla. I mean, geniuses, right? Yeah. Um, so just because they might be socially awkward and this doesn't mean that they're either a not capable of doing a crime, but they're also could be beneficial into solving a crime because they know so much about this one thing yeah um and then you know jamie was like he, he defended having the rig i can't remember why why he was defending having it i think he was just like it was given to me or but it it ended up being it was one of uh tim or claire's rigs wasn't it yes but um i don't think we find out how it got there um in that no. in this chapter no um I can't read my writing right here. Found in closet. Oh, found mud uh, in in the closet. It was same as uh, uh, the the from the crime scene at Oak Hill. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, the they had enough to come get him. 
yeah, you have your probable cause there. They have their suspect, their number one guy. Um, now they're going to bring, at least bring him in for additional questioning, um, which from, from this point, cause I've already read the book from this point, it, it, it gets good. Yeah. It starts going back and forth. I've gotten to like chapter 10 so far. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So for the most part, you're reading it in time with the recordings. Yeah. You're just like a, a chapter or so ahead, but, yeah. but uh, what do you think so far? It's good. I like the way it's going. Like I have my ideas about, you know, the, I have ideas about the normal way people would throw twists into a story. But Especially then Decker. I know, but then I know Decker's not a normal person. Yeah. And he does other things. So what I'm thinking right now is probably not. I mean, it might look like it's going the way I'm thinking, but then he's going to throw a twist in. So. Yeah. The, and he, it's usually like the most random thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're still building character development. Yeah. Um, all I got to say is I'm excited to talk about chapter 17. I, I, can't, wait, there yet. I can't wait till uh, hopefully uh, you're not at work. When you read chapter 17, you'll know why <laughs> it's the only place I read it. Well, then you'll, you're going to start looking over your shoulder then. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about going back through this book the second time. I'm actually reading it this time rather than listening to it. Uh, because there's, there's a lot of little things that I kind of missed or I didn't uh, quite understand them. Like, oh, okay. Um, that makes yeah. sense now. Because, you know, sometimes when you're driving and you're listening to a book on, you know, tape or <laughs> tape, who, who am I? Uh, like CD or MP3, it, it, it you, you miss some things. Yeah. You know, between me yelling at, you know, cars and then, you know, listening or listening to the book. But it's... uh it's a pretty good uh, story so far. It'll, it'll, it takes some turns. Let's just say that. And then we're going to get to some stuff where I'm going to need your help. Cause I got really confused. <laughs> okay. It was like, I was watching tenant. I'm, I'm pretty smart. So, you you, know. You, well, you know, yeah, that's what they say. So it's what I know. So, yeah. So next time we're going to be covering chapters uh, seven, eight, and nine. Um, Maybe 10. You know, it could be 10, uh, depending on how, I mean, it could end up being seven. If that seven, if that, if that chapter seven is just fire and just full of stuff, that's we're, it. We're hanging on seven. So, yeah. Um, but that's the goal. But at the beginning of every episode, it'll say what chapters we covered in each episode. And if, if say you haven't uh, say on this episode, you've read chapters four and five, but not six, um, you know, just stop listening after five before we get to six. And then, then you could come back in at six and yeah. And then I'm going to put some time stamps on uh, the show notes for you guys that shows what time each one starts. That way, you know, not to get anything spoiled because there will be some spoilers in this um, in, in these books because, or in these chapters, because technically each chapter is a spoiler, but we don't yeah. want you to accidentally start off on the wrong thing and get, like some you find out who someone was or whatever so but cool man can't wait to check back in next week with this and uh get some more reading in yeah cool man so that's the way the cookie grumbles that's the way we play dead
Oh, wow. No. There we go. <laughs> New sign off every book. Yeah, I'll try. That's the way we work it. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon, Google Play, pretty much wherever you can listen to podcasts. You can find us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also call and text us at 916-259-3030 or by email at show at gmail.com. And make sure you listen to our normal show, The Real WTH Show, which could be found anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Thanks, everybody.